Welcome back to Grit and Grind. I'm your host, Mike. Today's guest is a welder and machine operator. I'll go ahead and let him introduce himself. What up? Uh, my name is DJ, right here in Long Beach. Um, like I said, I'm a machine operator and a welder, and happy to be doing it, you know, doing this with you, you know what I'm saying? So Appreciate having you on. Hell yeah. So, um, welder and machine operator, was that something that you started in high school? Oh, not at all, man. Um, you know, girls and partying, you know, that thing. Yeah. That shit goes. I, I feel you. I, I, I definitely, I definitely <laughs> been in that situation. Um, so, so it started after high school. So you, after how, I guess like how old are you, I guess, when you started in that? Um, like 22. Okay. So it was, so it was like, quite yeah. a while. So is it that wasn't offered in in high school at all? Like that that sort of, it was offered in high school, but I didn't take that route. You know, like. Um, so how? Okay, I, was, I guess how did you get to, to that? I was I was blessed, man. I was I was blessed to um, get into this uh, little program, and um, I got into an agency and. They actually put me into that company where I'm working now in 2005. And um, I went in there to sweep the floors, you know, and um, gradually I just, <clears throat> I seen there was a different department. So I seen the welding shop, the, there was a uh, wood shop as well. So I started in the wood shop and then um. I started jumping in in the scrap metal dumpsters and w learning to weld myself. And then and higher management seen that, so they're like, "You want to learn?" I was like, "Hell yeah!" So, so basically, you just got you just got like a it was like a job placement program. Yeah, you just happened to end up there. Yeah, and then yeah, so you just started sweeping the floors. Started sweeping floors and started doing that on your own time. Or you started you started trying to learn how to weld on your own time. Well, not sweeping floors in a sense, but just organizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like I said, higher management seen that, so they just, like, they gave me a shot. Lucky for them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, and I always felt really confident in what I was doing, so once they, they gave me that shot, I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to take it, so. So when you first seen, like, the welding, was that something you were just like, yeah, oh, I want to do that? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. It sparked Hell that. Yeah. I always worked with wood. Uh, I made speaker boxes when I was younger, you know, and uh, custom like trunks and all that. But when I seen that spark, like the sparks and all that, it's like shit. That's a that's real man work right there. Yeah. So. so that's cool. So so they seen you, obviously, you know, trying to learn how to weld, and they gave you they gave the opportunity. So where did the once they gave the opportunity, how did that how did that go? Uh, really, really well, actually. Uh, I was over there sneaking, sneaking into the department, and um, so now when I was allowed full like access, so um, there was just a, this guy was limit, you know, it was a rat. Did they have someone there that was kind of like training you as you were doing, it, or did they just kind of let you? Not someone necessarily that was training me, but uh, I have a lot of people at, at where I work that sh have so much love for me. So um, people that have been skilled and doing this shit for like. 30 years, 30 plus years, you know, like, yeah. so, um, and then me getting that, that, um, that knowledge so quick, it was like, it was, it was pretty easy. So you had the benefit of having obviously a lot of the coworkers people, that yeah. had the knowledge yeah. and then you had, you picked it up quickly because you had the passion for it once you've seen it. Yep. That's exactly. cool. So not to, not to rewind here, but the the gap between high school and 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 getting there. What um that was a, was there any other was there any other types of jobs that you held between then? I know you mentioned you making the speaker boxes and doing that kind of thing. Uh, that was just like a side thing, but it was it was just bad, you know. Like I didn't. I had a my mom and dad did the best for us, you know, but I didn't go that like the route that a lot of other people go on, you know? So, yeah, like, I, I was on the street just doing what I do, and uh, it wasn't, I knew it wasn't the best option, but at the time, 
it was making it was working you know for me so yeah so you, you were making money but it wasn't necessarily the best exactly. way of making yeah. the money you should have been making yeah and then you got obviously so then now we're basically in the points where you you got that opportunity to get into that so when you were working there how long did it take higher management to give it that opportunity it was pretty quick i i think they just seen because i was already ready to get to get off like the street like do not do that shit you know no more you know and uh, i was obviously making less money working but that's just the loss i had to take to start my positive life you know like because i seen it was a time for a change you know everyone's gonna see that so yeah you saw the the dark ends and yeah you know you needed to come to the other side and exactly and, and figure it out so it was pretty quick because i was really um i was really uh like motivated i wanted to prove myself and um so i think within three months or two months actually the the um my co- the company i worked for had to buy me off the agency because they wanted me to stay the, on the agency because the agency is getting paid yeah for me working there so the agency had a six-month contract with them, and they had to buy me out because they wanted me in three months. Uh, on my to third month. To take you full-time. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I got into carpentry. Man, that carpentry was so fun, you know? Like, I learned so much more so much more things, like using routers, uh, making jigs, uh, making shipping crates that, like, go to, like, Brazil, like, you know, like, our product that has to get there like safely and all that. So, yeah. and then uh, once once uh, once I did that, like I said, I was jumping in the dumpsters and the scrap bins, you know, the scrap uh, metal dumpster. <clears throat> Taught myself the weld, also with other people helping me too. So, um, it was quick, real yeah. quick. So obviously, everyone everyone saw that you were eager to oh, yeah. to do more, not yeah. just. You know, I mean, obviously the carpentry helped. All that stuff helped learn from you know what the company was doing and and all of that. But definitely, they saw that you were eager to to do more than what you were doing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I just from the beginning I seen all that metal just being cut and I was like I knew that's that's where I needed to be. You know. And that's you're still with that same company now, correct? <clears throat> yeah, it's been um since two thousand five. Like. Okay. 15 years, 16 years, something like that. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty long time. You're, yeah, you're coming up on 20 years. That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't realize you. But, but now I run, like, um, there is the, the carpenter there, but, like, he always takes a vacation, you know? So I'm always, like, running that department when he's gone. And, it, like, I have a I have a higher manager or a higher, um, like, my supervisor yeah. in my shop. But it's like he, I'm the one running this shit, you know, like. He yeah. knows you can do it and he kind of just lets you do your thing yeah. and yeah. and you take care of basically everything. When exactly. He already, he has so much trust in me and so he's like, just can hand me like the packet of drawings and I just get it done. Yeah. I tell people what to do and, you know. So how many people, how many <clears throat> welders do you guys have there? Three. So you and three others? Yeah. Or just three and no, including uh, you? Three and then me. Okay, so, so four, four, yeah. and then so you're doing that. And then how many machine operators are there there? Three as well. Three as well. Yeah. Okay. And you're kind of doing everything. Yeah, pretty much. Jack of all trades with uh, that. Like in the, um, sometimes like, when the welding is kind of slow, then I just jump on the on the mill. End mills or uh, on the on the machine, you know, so. So I guess like CNC. I know I know where you work and I know the kind of things that you make, but like that to me it's super cool. So do you want to give like a brief like a rundown on some of the things that you've made or just you know yeah. let everybody know like what that the company does? Basically, the, the company I'm working for um it's a very uh, high level, and um, as you all know when when you weld steel it it for- deforms and all that so. We gotta learn. We gotta know how much to weld, how um, the heat and all that, you know. So like shrinkage or expansion yeah. and all that stuff, right? And um, our tolerances is a thirty second of an inch. 
That's pretty yeah, tight tolerance. So, yeah. Because if you're going 300 feet across, you know, if you're off by a 60th of an inch over here, when you get 300 feet, it's going to be like half an inch. Yeah, you know? it's going to be way far yeah. off. So um, it's it's really precise, and you just got to learn that, you know. I know you've had some pretty notable, like, projects. Oh, yeah. So what, you want to you wanna talk about some of those? Um, well, right now we have the world's largest uh, indoor visual display system in, in Las Vegas that we made. So That's at the... Uh, at the Westgate Hotel. The Westgate Hotel. The, uh, the sports book. Okay. How big is that? I think it's about 31, uh, 31 square feet or 31,000 square feet of image. And That's it's crazy. And it's... It curves, curves, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so basically, you guys, like what you're doing is putting all the structure together for that for display, the displays, right? Yeah. So you have to do. I mean, that's. But the displays have to be like. Perfect. Perfect. You know? Yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. Like, so if my frame is messed up, then it's not gonna work. Yeah. So that's why you have that thirty second of an inch. That's tolerance, a lot of tolerance. You can't. Yeah. You know, much more than that, the, the image is gonna look tweaked or oh, yeah. or warped. Or you'll something see, like that. you'll see like a black because we do LED. We're starting to do a lot of LEDs, so you'll see that black line. Okay. If they're not, uh, right now we're at five hundred thousandths of a square of a five hundred thousandths of an inch in between two two pixels. Okay. For the, when they come together between the pixels, so they got to be on point, or we're not getting paid. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, with that, I mean, you basically, I mean, you guys have customers all over the world, right? You oh, said yeah. Brazil. We do, we do Google. We do all government shit or government things. <laughs> well, just it. We There's had a lot of government projects. And yeah. That's it. It's just it, it. It's kind of an interesting. I don't know if I can say the companies. But. No, I mean you don't have to if you don't <clears> want to. Um, it's just interesting because we've had. We had Andrew on, which he was a, he's a welder fabricator, but oh, okay. he his style of welding it wasn't I don't think is as where the tolerances are as as crazy as yours. Where yeah. I mean, obviously his are like structural and they make sure everything has to be good, like everything has to be you know what they need to be. But I didn't realize like, I didn't realize that that was the the tolerances for yeah the, the things tight. that you were making. Yeah, it's tight. And I mean, even just on a machine as a, as a machine operator, like I know that that's a very very low the small tolerance yeah. to be able to comply with oh yeah i mean i know a lot of companies that are in aerospace that don't have a tolerance that tight well, that, for, for things yeah, well that's how we got the um the haas the end mill the mill so um because because our shit our things are so precise that we have to get them perfect you know like yeah. the like the struck where you know so yeah, everything has to be solid. Everything yeah. has to be sound. You are yeah. there, like you said, you're not going to get your company's not getting paid because, yeah. you know, the visual, the actual, you know, visual scene is going to be not what it is supposed to be. Yeah. And yeah. we're still getting paid. And I was actually kind of surprised at those tolerances too, because they do sound pretty close to aerospace tolerances for like planes and stuff. I'm not too sure about like for maybe space stuff, just because like there's no repairing it once it's up there. Yeah. But. Yeah, that those are like really tight tolerances, yeah, especially tight. especially over long distances. It does add up, like yeah. you're saying. Plus a negative thirty second of an inch. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't realize it was that point zero three two five. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that that uh, intense. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I just I guess I never thought about yeah. it. Right. We're actually uh, today. I I just got done finishing a job, and it's, it's so nice, man. It's like it's curved and it like comes out the wall with the actuator, you know. So. So you guys, so so something like that, you guys would build a whole frame the with whole, the actuator, like how we just it, get raw steel, and then you guys we build everything. And then are you guys putting in the LEDs as well? Yeah, we do tests. So they do everything. Yeah, they'll, so send, us, they'll send us like maybe like six LEDs, so we can test like up and down, side to side, and all that. Just and just and, sure and the actuators as well too. So yeah, we, we're making metal parts that move. You know. Yeah. yeah. But the finished, like the actual LEDs that go in the whole display, is that done with another company or is your company do that? Uh, no, we, we have a, we contract a company that, to install. Gotcha. Yeah. Before, so go, before it, when I started, I was, I was doing a lot of installations. Okay. But then as time went by, like they needed me in the shop more. So 
they had to get an, they they made another company so they can install our stuff gotcha so they, they, are they owned by the same company or is it just a it's a not a like a sister company i guess gotcha yeah so they like a partner company they, yeah they yeah. do all the install and then you guys do all the all the, the rough yeah the rough stuff that's cool yeah i didn't we, realize like we have like we have a uh, like stick designers that are designing so they're in their office they're in, they're in the design office so any problems i got I go there and then they show me everything you know like so no no so it's pretty it seems like you guys how big is the company i guess like how many it's employees small, you guys though, are? it's small I think there's 10 people in the shop and six designers and there's obviously the purchasers and the managers that's it so it's pretty small a pretty small outfit to run and getting jobs for google and so obviously you guys are good but at what they, you do our, our work is like world-renowned kind of sh stuff you know so we i've we sent everywhere in the world everywhere in the world edison everywhere that's crazy. Is there any notable projects that you worked on in your head that, like, you know, you like, obviously you have a hand on everything, but is there anything in your head that you're, like, you see on TV or you see something and you're, like, yeah, I had, I had something to do with that? Uh, T-Mobile, uh, they brought in a, a big truck, like a like a bobtail truck. Mm -hmm. We cut the side out and then um, there's, we put a whole, uh, a whole backdrop of a, seamless image mm -hmm. in inside of there and then and now it's like a a stage where now they go do like shows and they can have a dj or like a band okay or, so does the side of the truck come down yeah so it drops and they have like a stage and yeah, they have like yeah. a, a, it's a, a whole image on there. the back yeah that's crazy and i think they that's where they they take that too when um because they have a big ass uh uh drone okay. that gives like um they put it in the sky like in emergencies, and then that's a cellular network, whatever it's called. Oh, really? Yeah. So they have a drone that's basically like a, a tower. Yeah. That's crazy. So, so like, uh, in case of like a like a emergency where there's no. Oh well, yeah, things... so like I know I know where, where like where there's an earthquake, when things happen like that, like you don't have like cell service just completely goes. Yeah. So that's a. Like where there's an emergency, like over the emergency, people can come and they can still have contact with each other. They still be able to have. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I didn't realize that they did that. I had no idea that was even yeah. a thing. Um, other than that, I think we've done about. I can say like about ninety percent of Vegas, like all their images, Caesar's Palace. Um, when you go like to the mall, mm -hmm. at Pack Sun. You see all the all the TVs on the poles and yeah. all that, like that's all you guys are stuff. Yeah. We do yeah, like, man, it is crazy. I work every day. I've been working for fifteen years. Like, yeah, I'm doing. How it like? I know. Like, I was in the I was in the tile industry for a little while, and I remember getting projects that were like I helped I helped the sales reps for the commercial projects. And I was basically, I had to make sure all the tile got to the job site and everything on time. And I remember, like, for me, the new the, ho the new hotel, that the new building, I guess, that's in L.A., the tallest building now. Like, I had a lot to do with that. Like, I put a lot of that material on job site. Nice. So every time I see that, it's like, like, it's almost prideful for me. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I, had, I had something to do with that. Is that obviously it's probably the same thing with you oh, when yeah, you see. Yeah. My mom, like, when my, my mom goes to Vegas, she'll. She'll always send me something like, look at me, huh? This is what you made. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Super proud of it. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's cool. I, I can't I can't complain, man. Can't complain. No, that's awesome. That, that's, I mean, considering, you know, where the other option was, oh, yeah. where you started, yep. you know, to then come to that, that's like a, you know, total, yeah. total change. Yeah. So I took a loss. Now I'm making way more money than... And, less, and, and I guess less risk, right? Yeah, it's a risk, man. You know, so yeah. now you have less risk. You're making, you're making a steady income instead of. I can do my taxes. <laughs> you're legit now. That's funny. Yeah, but th that is, it is, it's crazy though, because um, you know, with such impressive like tolerances and actual like really crazy machining and welding and all that, you know, coming from the aerospace industry, it's kind of 
it's kind of cool to see that you can still see that if I go to Vegas, it's like 90% of it's from your guys' yeah, shop, right? Pretty much. And you probably touched every single one of those pieces. Yeah. That's super cool. Like, the, the coolest thing I could even say that, like, I've, I've touched, I put my hands on is, like, the James Webb Space Telescope, and that's going to be a million miles away, and nobody's going to see it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still cool, you know, all that, but, like... Where was it? Where is it? The James Webb? Um, right now, it's in, uh, it's either in Texas or in Redondo Beach. I don't know where, where they have it right now. I haven't checked it out, but um, it's supposed to be the world's biggest, like, uh, like anything we've ever sent into space. Like, it's a satellite. It's going to be, um, it's an observatory, actually. Oh, nice. It's basically just a big telescope we're going to stick out about a million miles away, and it's going to observe the universe and do some really cool stuff, but. That's like the coolest thing I could talk about. You know, it's like, oh man, this is super cool. But you guys did all these like, you know, images in Vegas. This is the only like, thing I talk about. It's yeah. going into space. <laughs> but <laughs> but I see what it means. You know, no, I know, I know. I, I see what it means though, because yeah, it's not something that like yeah. people are gonna. I mean, you won't ever know. You can yeah. see every day yeah. that you know people. Can, if you don't like know, you, said, you don't know. Yeah. You know, your mom goes to Vegas and she's sending you videos of yeah, exactly, and pictures yeah. of the stuff. So it's like I get it. It's a little. It's a little different. When it comes to that, his is—I mean, his is still impressive, very, but it's just very fucking, yeah, or very impressive. But it's just a little—it's just a little different on that scale of, you know, people not being able to see it, like you said. So looking back, I guess on your on your journey, had there, or was there anything that you picked up along the way, or someone gave you advice that has stuck with you that, you know, you would tell somebody now, or that you do tell people now that you work with? Yeah. Um, when I got, when I started working, actually working, I was, I was young. So I had a lot of like, a lot of older people that have had like so much experience, you know? So they always tell me like, well, not always tell me, but like when I started out, you know, kind of like, you know, kind of trying to fit in kind of thing, you know, like, and, um, I remember one time I was, uh, I was cutting some wood and then I had a piece of scrap and I was going to throw it in. I tried to throw it in the trash can, you know, and I missed. <laughs> <laughs> You're no Kobe. So, you yeah, yeah. so they told me, um, well, they told me Spanish cause I work with a lot of Mexicans, you know? So they were like, they told me, um, siempre huevones trabajan doble. That means like, uh, so lazy like people work, work yeah. double. So now I got to go over there and pick it up. So, um, so I took that and I, um, and now I use that with my, cause I have people that are mm-hmm. under me. So now I, I'm able to train the people that, that work for me the way I want them, you know, like, yeah, so, kind of mold them to exactly to the style yeah. and, and the thing that you want to do. Yeah. So, which is, I mean, that's, I mean, I guess that's true, right? Like the lazy, like if you're lazy and you try yeah, to do yeah. something like you end up probably doing things twice because. You know, yeah. if you just would have walked over to the trash can and threw it away, probably have been quicker. Yeah, and I learned that young too, so um, I applied that to myself, and now I have the people that are working for me, like looking when I'm doing something, they're already looking for the next thing that I'm gonna need. You know, like gotcha. So um, it's not just standing there; they're they're anticipating. Oh, yeah, yeah. they're anticipating what you're doing and what you're gonna need yeah. next, and so they're. Cause just like tent, you know, like yeah, you know, training and all that. Yeah. So, so I guess I mean that's the best thing, right? Like especially if they're get if they're getting to that point where they know, obviously work with you and you're training them. I mean having them anticipate where you're going and what you're doing next, exactly. it makes everything just a little easier. Way easier. Yeah. Cause I don't have to tell them nothing now, you know. So. And I have my man, my my team is fucking or, excuse my language, my team is um. We're really good, you know, so we're really tight. We already kind of like can see what we're going to do, what we got to do next kind of thing, you know, so. So it seems like you guys are kind of, like you said you had a supervisor, but he kind of lets you do, he lets you run it. So is it, you don't have a lot of oversight yeah. in a sense, right? I'm, I'm basically the, I'm a fitter. So I have to make sure that everything is square. Like after I tack everything together. With my tolerances, I have to make sure that everything's square in it. Cause if not, when it gets, it has to go get painted, get do powder coat mm-hmm. and all that. So and it comes back and we do a factory certified test to, to make sure everything's good. You know, yeah. so if something's wrong at that point, that's my fault. And 
You can't have that. Yeah, I'm not having that. So yeah, and it's not gonna be on you if something's messed up. So um, it's it's crazy. Now, have you guys had any issues with? Obviously, with powder coat, you're you're baking things, right? So, have you guys have any issues where you send it out and it's completely fine, then it comes back from powder coat and it's warped? Uh, not really, but we have we have thing we've had had uh, problems where like they dropped the piece and it like deformed kind of yeah you know it's um because the uh, the oven I know gets hot but I don't think it's it gets as hot yeah because we're uh, say like two thousand degrees to melt metal. So. Yeah. So no issues with that. Just issues like dropping or yeah, you know something like that. Okay. Yeah. So. So now. What's the uh, what's the future? Do you think you're gonna continue with this company and, and stay there? I mean, it seems like they've done pretty good by yeah, you. Man, my the owner of the company, the best dude you'll ever meet. Like. That's what's keeping me there. I, I can go anywhere else. Like I'm certified. I'm a I'm certified in welding. I can run uh, the machine center. I could do everything, you know. But what keeps me there is like it's like a so small. It's like a family. Yeah. And um, the owner like the owner knows my my wife. Um. Like he, like he'll send flowers. Like we had a we had a baby two years ago. And he's like sends like a edible arrangements you know like it's like i can go to the refinery i can make a lot more money but i'm, I'm kind of good where i'm at but at the same time i want to do something on my own though like i don't want to work for another company okay so the future <clears throat> may be something you're doing solo yeah i already put in my plan in motion that's a plan in motion okay but i guess to hit on to hit on what you said you kind of you kind of you know it was kind of brief but you could make more money at another company, but the fact that they treat the way they treat you and the way they treat your family, like that's also a bonus, right? So I, everything's not always money, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not always money. You know, you can have all the money, all the money in the world. It doesn't mean you're going to be happy. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I, when I get new time off, they don't ask me why or like, you know, um, just like, a. I don't know. Yeah. Like you said, it's like a family. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, I guess, like I said, that's something to think about for people that, you know, are constantly looking for that extra dollar or, you know, whatever it may be yeah. that, you yeah. know, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. I can go, I can probably, I can go put an application at the union, Welders Union, you know, I can, I can get in there. But, um, you know, it's, I'm a, I'll probably be working like I won't ever be like able to say like, "Hey, um, I got to go home," you know. Like, Have some flexibility yeah. in your schedule and stuff if you if you if you need it. So, do you want to? You hinted on doing your own thing. Is there a particular direction you're gonna go, or do you want to talk about that? Um, not particular right now. It's just like kind of side work. I I did uh, acquire two welders. I got an arc welder and a flux core welder. Okay. So and I put two twenty in my garage, two twenty volts in my garage, and well, I have three because what I was doing before. Yeah. Okay. So you're but you're setting <laughs> your, you're setting yourself up for a good side of, yeah. of things. What kind of projects are you looking on t to take on? I've done um. I've done a trailer. Um. I I bought a I bought a boat trailer with the boat on it. <laughs> for 80 bucks <laughs> okay but i had a i had to take the boat to the junkyard so that cost me like about another 80 bucks okay i left the boat and i took the trailer i got home and um i cut off all the all the shit or things for the boat mm -hmm. and um i had a center at the time so um i put like wood deck wood, or i actually put um more uh seat channels so uh, and i put the wood deck so um, i was able to haul my sand rail for about like about 200 bucks you you paid for a trailer for your sand for 200 dollars well basically 80, well, 80 bucks, bucks plus and then what 80 you put bucks into it. and then 
I got some wood from work and that's crazy. His trailers right. aren't that cheap. Oh, I know. And I and I actually sold it. And I made oh, you money. sold it? Oh, there you go. And then um my neighbor down the street, uh, he uh he needed some ramp or some uh ramps put on, so I did that as well. And now his buddies want things and so Okay. So slowly just kind of like word of mouth type yeah. of thing, getting getting some work done. Yeah. I don't I, and the thing is I don't want to like do too much like on my off time because I just want to chill with the family, you know. So. Well, yeah, you just said you had a you just said you had a daughter two years yeah. ago, so you definitely want to, you know, family time's important. Yeah. So. That's that's like the the hard part, you know. It's yeah, like, but the the work life balance. Yeah. So, so what's the, what's the dream? If you could do, if you could, you know, whatever it may be. For me, it would be. Probably having a shop and like. Doing like suspension, like um, hydraulics or lifting trucks, kind of thing, you know, like yeah. Just still in that in that field where you're like making like one-off parts, kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Um, reinforcing frames. Um, yeah, that would, that would be pretty cool. So, is that kind of what you're gearing up to do with the? Uh Working out, you know, doing some side jobs and stuff like that. I would want, I would like to, but you know, I just don't know, like you know, what the future holds. Yeah. Okay. So. But, Not going. Go ahead. But yeah, that's something I would. I always wanted to do, you know. So. Learning, learning all that. Yeah. Now going back, you know, to, to the beginning, when you. Uh, you know, made some made some bad choices, and headed the wrong direction. Um, with all that said, and getting to where you are, where you are at now, do you think possibly if you were to have something where you saw that welding before, would that have sparked anything at that point, or do you think it, it was at the right place, right time type of? It's kind of like both. Um, but if I would have saw that earlier, I definitely like uh, I would have I would have went gravitated, that way. Yeah. Gravitated towards that. Yeah. Like uh, in school, like I think they had like auto something, but it's hard to do when you're not when you're not going to school. Like well, yeah, ditching I mean, classes there's, there's and that. all that. Yeah. yeah. So um, I wasn't really like offered that opportunity. Yeah, I think most. I believe most high schools is like they have an auto mechanic, but I mean my high school offered it, but it wasn't really like an auto mechanic class. It was kind of, but they don't really offer or, or tell you much about those sort of those sort of trades, which is like like you said, it's like that's something you're proud of. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like oh, I could like that's cool. Like I want to do that. Yeah. I did get offered other things from the school though. <laughs> I got they sent us to like YA. Like uh, youth authority, for like the day, you know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was obviously, I was obviously for different Chino, reasons. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were like a, like a scarce rate kind of thing, you know. Cause I always get my harassed by police and stuff. You know? Yeah, I mean, like you said, <laughs> you know, you made some, yeah. some choices that were questionable. Yeah. Now let's say you. Obviously, I mean, you mentioned you have a daughter, but I also know, you know, you have a son. But given your situation and where you came from, if you were to see someone in high school kind of doing the same sort of things that you were doing, would there be any advice you would give them? Or would you try to show them, you know, maybe your route? Definitely. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> I kind of see that like... Well, like uh, my uh, my godfather, like he kind of saw me, kind of going off, you know, and he taught me how to play the drums. Like to try to, you know, to try to get you. That's what from. he knew, mm -hmm. you know. So I would definitely love to do that one day. Like if I could, I would love that. Give some time to someone like a like a men like a mentor kind of mentorship thing? Yeah. type of type of yeah. thing to try to. Yeah, one hundred percent. I feel like it's crazy because I feel like within like that blue collar work, like, you know, welding, whatever it may be, 
Um, I find there's a lot of that where it's a lot of a lot of teens or kids that definitely were in the situation where they weren't making the best choices. They get introduced to something where they're either building something or some sort of construction or whatever it may be. Yeah. Like that gives them more fulfillment. They're just like, I'd rather do this than I was doing that anyways. Because yeah. it could just be one thing that that you do and it's like, oh damn, I made that. Like get that self fulfillment and then want to pursue that. You know. Like, yeah, and then everything else just kind of. Yeah, falls exactly. off that yeah. you were you know the other choices you were making just kind of mm-hmm. leave you and you're just like no i i i like this what this makes yeah. you know and even being young too when i first started working like it felt good coming home like dirty you know like like uh like work boots on like you know kind of thing you know like it felt it was like a satisfying yeah very satisfying to me yeah come home dirty and getting home dirty. and then you know like my kid, you know, like the kids and wife, and then she's gonna get dinner ready, kind of thing. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, it's like, what more do you want, kind of thing. You know. Yeah, come home, you're, you know, filthy from a hard day's work. You're tired, but it's funny because you're tired, but you feel good because, yeah, you know, you put in your time at work, and now it's yeah. time to spend some time with the family. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely know exactly that that feeling. You're almost exhausted, but you're happy. You're exhausted. <laughs> it's kind of a weird, yeah, yeah. a weird yeah. experience. Yeah. Yep. So that's cool. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe in the future you could do with your uh, if you're able to do your shop. You know, you could offer some sort of program where you some sort of mentorship or bringing in. I'm coming for you. See, <laughs> there you go. I told Let you. No. So I, I, guess, I really, I really want to help people. Like you know, in, in that aspect, you know, because there's a lot of people that could go that way, but can you know? I think there's definitely. Definitely a time in a, in a young adult's life where seeing another path could be a life-changing thing. Definitely. And like we said, like you, you were in that situation. And like we mentioned about, you know, building something, once you have that fulfillment, it's just like, you know, that could change everything. Well, yeah. And, and just like you're saying, um, it's so little backstory to me is like in high school, I didn't really have a direction. And then all of a sudden I was doing um, an internship. And I found something that I really kind of liked, and I ended up staying there. That's where I work now in aerospace. But if I didn't find that, I, I don't know. Who knows what I would have been doing? I didn't have very bright exactly, prospects yeah. early on either. And you know, teaming up with like a local high school, doing um, internships, you know, that helps them sometimes too. Because maybe school isn't the easiest for them, and they'd rather just get their hands on something, kind of start working. And we've talked about this before too, you know, where school maybe isn't. Uh, the best choice for certain people because they'd rather just start working and it's like if you start working in a trade it's respectable like you said you get that fulfillment from working with your hands and you see the physical product the final product and you can say i did that yeah and that that could be a very big thing for you know certain people with where school just isn't kind of jiving with them that's a good idea yeah i mean i completely agree with that because i mean i've i've said that school was not the easiest thing for me but i i loved working with my hands but where I grew up in, in Lancaster, there wasn't a lot of, like, wasn't a lot of opportunity out there for a lot of that stuff. I mean, I, I mean, it was probably there, but, like, I mean, I'm finding out down here, too. Like, even high schools, a lot of high schools didn't offer any of that stuff. It was, you know, they basically tell you to go to college, mm-hmm. right? And then if you're not even good at school to begin with or yeah. don't like school to begin with, that's not, you know, a lot of people just shine that off and, you know, go down a different a different path but if they offer you know maybe something like a mentorship or something like that i think that i definitely think that could be something that would, that would save be, some people yeah. that would be awesome i wish i could find the time for that though like well yeah i mean obviously that you know that's unless not I'm easy. getting paid for it <laughs> i mean i definitely think <laughs> no, that, would, like... that would that probably wouldn't be kidding you know, wouldn't be wouldn't be uh something that wouldn't that wouldn't happen but yeah you never, you yeah, never know. That's that's just the the hard part about that, you know. It's, uh, uh, yeah, it's just time and all that, you know. You still got to pay your bills and all that. So you can't just stop working to show someone, you know, like. Yeah, I understand. I understand that. But if you like in a situation where if you were to open that shop or, or start doing more of your own thing, oh yeah, in a sense where you know you could have. Yeah, if I had know, my own establishment, definitely. Yeah, I get in your in your situation at yeah. your at your job now. It wouldn't be something that would probably be feasible because you'd be working your you know 
10 plus hour days at work and then coming home and then trying to, to mentor mm-hmm. somebody, you know, it's, it's definitely not an easy task to do that. Yeah. You know, especially cause you're already probably trying to give advice to family and, and, and close friends to try to get them, you know, out of situations. So to add on yeah. to that, doesn't make it easy. Yeah. You know, I've definitely been in that situation. So, best piece of advice that you ever gotten, besides the "don't do work twice." Is there anything um, else? It could be work, whatever. It doesn't have to be anything in particular. Invest in some property. It's always gonna pay off at the end. So, like, I had an opportunity. Like, I had. I was blessed, you know. I had opportunities where I can, I was able to like. To to do that. But luckily, I had someone, like smart on my team, you know. So. And or else I would have been like in a foreign car kind of thing, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, someone that put some wise. Yeah. Wise uh, choices. I'm still driving area. a 2000 Chevy Blazer, so. And I'm happy with it. Yeah. So it's not always about materialistic things, yeah. but you also, you, I mean, you also have a motorcycle, right? Oh, that's plus. Yeah, I got a Harley with the twenty six. You know, so you can't <laughs> can't shine away from that. So it ain't, it ain't totally bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think that's an, another thing, right? Like, like we mentioned before with the with the money thing, is that like if you're happy, you're happy, right? Like yeah. materialistic things aren't always going to make you happier than than non materialistic things. Sometimes yeah. it adds more stress than it than it actually makes you happy. Yeah, that's true. I think, you know, when it comes to that, it's also, you know, perspective. You know, you it may be, you know, that your truck, but it's paid off, right? Yes, I don't have no car notes. No other thing, so, so, you know, it's all, how you, it's all how you look at yeah. it. You know, you're able to spend more money on your family and not have to worry about that. You know, you don't need to be fancy. It is what it is. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, and I'm happy with it. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't like uh, loathe, you know, like, yeah, I'm good with it. It's not something you would, you know, like you're upset with when you get yeah. in it every morning or anything. Yeah. You're, just, you're, you're good. Yeah. I think the investment thing that you, that you mentioned with investing in property, I think that's also another thing that isn't talked about enough in, or at all. I don't think in, in college or, I mean, I'm, I'm in high oh, school. Yeah, like, definitely. In yeah. high school, no one, no one said anything about that, no teacher, yeah. but I really think that it should be like, I think that's something that people should understand that it's, yeah. it's a very lucrative and establishing thing to have where if you can invest in something that's going to give you money in, in return. Yeah. That's kind of what's like I said, you know, just blessing on blessings. So, um, I, I purchased a house in, in Ohio me and my wife. And now that's paying for her master's degree, you know? So, and it's going to keep paying me after she gets her mm-hmm. master's degree in like a year, like two years, I'm still going to get a check in the mail. So, yeah. So it's always going to, at yeah. this point, it's always going to give you money every month. Yeah. Basically. Pretty much. Yeah. So, I mean, it, up front, it may not seem like the best purchase because like you said, it's not no, it's not a Lamborghini or a foreign exactly. car or whatever yeah. it may be at that point. But, you know, you're going to reap the benefits from that from now and I mean your kids are probably gonna reap the benefits from that yeah right like it's probably something that's never gonna go away now that's definitely something that needs to be because I man master's degrees that's so much money that's not it's not cheap and me just working it I wasn't gonna do it so um yeah luckily I got a good team so and that's definitely I guess another thing you can talk about is you know if you have a good team and you know a good person on your side it Help you make the smart choices. Yep. Yep. So I guess you got to give her a little bit of credit on uh, <laughs> on some of that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and exactly like you were saying is that um, you know, having having the right people in your circle can really influence your choices. And like we were just talking about the insu- the the property, it's it's not really. I know I didn't talk about anything close to that in in high school, but my fourteen year old brother, he's already talking about like, oh yeah, I want to do like a, a first um home loan for first home owner loan i don't even know what it's called and he's talking about he's like yeah i want to get like a 
you know, the, the house was the front and back house and I'll live in the back one or the, the smaller one. I don't care. And then rent it out and then save money up and start kind of just, but mm-hmm. he's already talking about property. I don't even know if he could spell the word property right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. That's a good little mentality ha- though. Having the right people on your team and yep. helping steer you and mentor you, you uh-huh. know, it, it, it really does make a big difference in, in how or what opportunities will be presented to you in life and what, what steps you can take, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, is there any any welding that you want to learn to do? Because I know there's a bunch of different types of welding that you can learn. Is there anything that's on the list? I've pretty done much everything. Pretty much I've done everything. I just underwater welding would be pretty cool, you know. Oh, that's it's funny because that's what <clears throat> that's, that's what was in my thing. head because I've known some people that have done that that have moved to San Diego and have done underwater welding, and for some that seems to be like the pinnacle of like San a Diego? welder. Yeah. yeah. I know you like fishing, so oh, I love fishing. But um, I, my homie or my uh, my homie that I work with right now. He's he's probably probably had about twenty years of experience, and he's worked on ships and all that. So I'm picking up on a lot, you know, like really quickly, you know. So even my my manager, he's probably like thirty five years welding. So like me getting all this shit, like all the all these like um, tips and all that, man. It's, it's like, you know, I feel unstoppable, you know? So, it's just improving and improving, yeah. like, every day. Like, you're picking mm-hmm. up the little tips and tricks that they've learned along the way. Yep. I think that's the big thing, too, is, you know, that's like, like, you're saying that's like a mentor. that They mentored me. Yeah. Because then it's it's one thing reading it or learning it in a book or whatever it I may be, but... That, man, that's my, that's my flaw. But <clears throat> even even being shown how to do it, right? Or they can tell you, okay, weld, weld this, right? Weld that square up. Well, they may have some sort of trick to hold it in place or to start or where to do this, but they don't tell you that, you know, no one really tells you that to begin with, right? Like, they just tell you what to do. And then you start learning all these little tricks of people that they've learned because they've experienced or they've learned from somebody that had 60 years experience or whatever it may be. And all these little, like, trade secrets almost, you know, kind of get passed down to each person, which I think is super cool. Yeah. Because there's things that I've worked on on, like, motorcycles where I've done something and it's like, taking me like an hour to do it and then someone will walk up and be like oh why'd you do it like that why don't you do it like this and they'll show it to me and it's like five minutes and it's done it's like well i didn't even know you could even do that so i'm yeah. sure the same type of thing happens oh yeah definitely happens there definitely yeah it's, i mean experience is arguably up there with education i would i would say yeah. and these is this dude that i'm talking about he's like he's so smart man he's like ridiculous he he came here from from uh vietnam oh you're talking about okay i know you're talking about and uh he came here and he was sewing clothes for like the first three years in his garage and uh that he lived in a garage in in one of his family's garage and he went to school and he got smart man so he he started making those big old trail uh, 53 foot trailers okay welding those so um yeah i'm i'm blessed man to know him and i'm he's like like uh not my dad kind of you know like but he's like he sees me as his, as his kid you know like, yeah because i've been i've been working there for like 15 16 yeah. years you know so and he's been there the whole time that you've been there uh no i was there like two or three years before him okay yeah <clears throat> so future goals not just not just work related i just want future goals that you have for maybe this for maybe this year this year yeah i would say this year okay uh damn i do need to lose some weight <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a goal i have I have one in mind that you that you mentioned the other day. And that's the reason I brought it up. What is it? Uh, say you, it. You tell me. You're talking, you about, you're talking about fishing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. So what's what you, that? What's that goal? Yeah, that's why. That's why you said besides work. Yeah. 
Nah, but my goal this year, I'm gonna catch my biggest tuna t- this year. All right, what's the biggest tuna you've caught up to date? Uh, like seventy-five pounds. That's a, I mean, that's a pretty solid fish. Yeah, I need a hundred. So you are you, you want to break yeah, the hundred the hundred pound? Yeah. Okay. So um, where um, I mean, it's kind of cool. We don't we haven't really talked too much about hobbies, but like I mean, I want kind of want to get into the fishing a little bit just because it's something that I like to do. I haven't gone I haven't gone out, but um, I've done some offshore fishing. Where I know you've done a lot from San Diego, right? Yeah. And go down to like Mexico. Mexico, yeah. Overnights sleep on the boat, wake up and start fishing, you know? So, man, I'm fiending to go. <laughs> I know, we just talked about it the other day. That's why, that's why I brought it up. But um, I guess that's that's probably like your, your reset, right? Like oh, a, man. it's a nice little I, vacation I need from it. work. Even just, just going like right here at the rocks is, is nice, you know? Why, like when you came with yeah. me one time, um, drinking some beers, you know, catch a fish, cool, you know? If not... But we're just having a good time, you know? So. It's more like the relaxing part of just being out there here in exactly. the waves. Exactly. Throwing your line out. Yeah. I mean, you, you still caught quite a bit of fish that day, but, you know. Yeah, it just, it's, like, peaceful, you know? Like, I need it. If I don't have that, I'm going to go crazy, you know? Like, yeah, especially, you know, again, you I know, I know you work a lot of hours. Yeah. And that's, you know, and also working a lot of hours and coming home to kids. <laughs> yeah. You don't necessarily stop working. Yeah. Right, so having that little that little break for going fishing is probably that little yeah. mental, you it's know, good. mental reset you need. It's good, yeah, yeah. Man, that's my thing, man. I love fishing and welding. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of sucks you had to get rid of that boat that you got, right? You got the trailer, but you couldn't keep the boat. It needed just needed a motor, but I just wanted to make money on. I just needed the trailer. Yeah, and I I, I made my money back plus, but. I've been looking at boats. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Where's when's the next trip? Uh, in June. In June, you same down down to Mexico. Yep. Father's Day. Ooh, I might have to. Uh, yeah, you're a father I, too. Yeah, to see if I might have to see if I can get down there with you. <laughs> yeah, do overnight though. That's when we're gonna catch our biggest tuna. Watch. All right. I I think uh, we'll have to after we get done with this, we're gonna see if I can maybe if I can get a get away for that. Yeah. On that note, we're going to wrap this one up. Thanks for coming out. See you on the next one.